Own Your Creativity, Episode 74. In today's episode, it's Fuel Fridays, and I talk about getting inspired by Rebecca Solnit in Harper's Magazine. I'm Elizabeth Johnston, and I'm here to help you unlock your creative potential so that you think, feel, and do better in life and at work. Have you been inspired by the Own Your Creativity podcast? Then I invite you to show your support today by becoming a patron of the Own Your Creativity podcast. Just go to bit.ly forward slash creativity patron to find out more. Your monthly pledge will make a huge difference. Hello, everybody. Elizabeth Johnston here of Own Your Creativity, and it is Fuel Friday. So I wanted to come on and talk to you about things that inspire me to get creative, but also things that just stimulate my creativity and give me crazy ideas and give me a sense of what the possibilities are that uh, I could explore. So one of the things that I love to do is read Harper's Magazine and The New Yorker. Those are my two all-time favorite magazines to read. I read other magazines, uh, but those are really my my two go-to ones. The Harper's Magazine. This is uh, from July. This is the most recent one. And they inspire me to create, but they also fill up my creativity tank. I get my ideas for writing. Some of them come from there. But I mainly what I treasure about the reading that I get from Harper's and The New Yorker is that I see things in a new way. It opens up creative vistas in me that would not have been opened up had I not opened up the pages of these magazines. And so this is something that um, I encourage you to do. Uh, and it, as well, I wanted to share with you um, a particular article that I read. It's actually an essay by Rebecca Solnit. And she is one of my favorite nonfiction writers. And whenever I see her name in a magazine, I've got to read it. So um, just to give you a little summary intro about Rebecca Solnit, uh, she was born on June 24th, 1961, and is an American writer. She's written on a variety of subjects, including the environment, politics, place, and art. She is currently a contributing editor at Harper's Magazine, where her bi-monthly essay comes out um, under the easy chair um, section. And so this week, uh, this month, her her uh, essay is entitled Occupied Territory. And I'm just going to read you the first paragraph here, the opening paragraph. One morning, as I walked on the quiet, mostly wooded King Mountain Trail above San Francisco Bay, a dog not much smaller than I and possessed of much sharper teeth made straight for me, growling. I tried to get away. It butted me roughly. When its owner came around the bend with a second dog, I said, the snot from the first still gleaming on my pants, you need to keep your dogs under control. My dogs are under perfect control, the woman replied with asperity. The point was clear. She could control them, but didn't care to. She didn't share my belief that a person should have exclusive jurisdiction over their body. 
Now, she opens with something many can relate to, going for a walk on a mountain or in a park, then being assailed by unruly dogs. Okay, another thing that many people can relate to as well, maybe not as many as those going just for a walk, but still a large sector of society, I would imagine, could relate to being around dogs that are frightening. And then she closes this paragraph with this powerful statement that just leaves you reeling with its implications. And you go over and over in your mind how deftly she got you from a walk in the park to thinking about body sovereignty. And, you know, just that one paragraph, I had to put down the magazine and just think about that and admire how she did that, but also thinking about that really deep topic as well. And this kind of an essay, this kind of writing, it always gets me thinking about all the everyday events that happen to me that could be the beginning of an essay or a story or something deeper than what it appears to be on the surface. Now these kinds of ideas arise only out of reading and reading a lot and reading a lot of good writing. That's what the, the way the dialogue within art happens. You know, when you engage actively by reading and thinking and making connections, that's so important. E.M. Forster's that only connect. So this is something that happens when you're in university, but afterwards it's hard to maintain that. And so we have to dedicate ourselves to an active, inspirational practice, actively fueling our imagination by reading and thinking and connecting, not just passive reading, but engaged reading. So two things that I want to say in support of this kind of reading. One is from a study that showed active reading lights up more of the pleasure centers of the brain than does passive reading. Surprising, isn't it? So we think that when we get out of beach reading that it's going to be more pleasurable than, you know, studying or looking at it closely or, you know, so-called heavy reading or getting ready for a test on it or something. But in fact, that's not the case. The brain is actually more stimulated and more ple pleasured by uh, writing that challenges us and, um, and writing that can fuel our own creativity. The second thing that I want to say in support of this kind of reading is that is the book Academically Adrift and it's by Richard Aram and Josipa Rosca. Now this book is an indictment of how much the current university system in the U.S. is failing its students by not demanding more of them in the way of developing good critical thinking skills which leads to better originality and also fosters creativity. So I highly recommend you take a look at that book if you're at all sort of even tangentially interested in that topic. but. I'm going to give you a little spoiler here. Uh, their remedy for this situation, this dire situation in the university system, which has its implications outside of it and after the university um, is finished, you know, all these students who are graduating without being able to critically think uh, in their jobs, all right, it has long reaching effects. But their remedy for this situation is simple. And that is that while at university, they should read at least 40 pages a week and during each semester, write at least 20 pages of, of essays per semester. And that will help them develop their critical thinking skills. Now, 20 pages, that's not a lot. Uh, but apparently that's the, the minimum threshold that you need to develop 
your uh, critical thinking skills and foster your creativity as well. So, you know, I put that out to you. You know, how can you incorporate more of this kind of reading, this close reading that inspires you and gets you to think of things in a new way? So, you know, if you look at all the great writers and like Rebecca Solnit, there's no way that she writes what she writes by just sitting in her in her living room eating bonbons, right? I mean, she gets out there, she reads, and, you know, she's a, actually an editor, contributing editor of uh, Harper's Magazine. So she's reading lots of other people's work as well. So this is what it means to engage actively. And, and my invitation to you is to start reading and thinking and observing and making connections and then write about it. You know, if you don't feel like you can write 20 pages every three or four months, then what can you do? And, you know, make it bite-sized lumps, baby steps, but start thinking about all those things that are inside of you that you want to express and that you want to share. And how, what's, what you know, what's the way that you are inspiring yourself to actually get those out on the page? So I'd really love to hear from you and I'd love it if you would post below to let me know what you've been reading lately that has inspired you. And uh, and also, um, please do, when you join me on these videos, please do give it a like, um, give me a heart, let me know that you're there, let me know that you care. <laughs> um, and post something, you know, below this. Um, you know, I'm not able to know what you're thinking unless you actually post it you know and and if something in here inspired you um, please do post it below because that's the only way that I know that's the only way that we can have that conversation going in this forum is if you participate in it and it's another way of actively engaging in fueling up your creativity tank so that's it for today Thank you for joining me. Post below or in our group, and I look forward to reading your comments. Have a great weekend. Bye. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope you will join me in the support of creativity by becoming a patron today at bit.ly forward slash creativity patron. Until next time, own your creativity so that you think, feel, and do better in your personal and professional life.